Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic week and uh, hope 2021's working out for you so far. We're halfway through January and um, hopefully things are looking good. Hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel. I know myself, I'm looking uh, towards a lot of the issues that were there in 2020. Uh, while they haven't disappeared, we're working through them and I'm quite optimistic. And what I want to do this week is bring you a shorter episode. I'm going to bring you a chat I had last week with Ausbiz TV. They are a finance and business channel here in Australia. And they reached out to me last week after listening to some of the material I put out about how I've changed my mind on Bitcoin and the things I brought you last week. And we had a great chat. We had a chat about how I believe rare is key the rare assets are going to do really, really well and why my focus and my attention around my investments is all about finding the things that are really, really rare. So let's jump straight into it. Next week, we'll be back with something a little bit different. But today, it's short, sharp and sweet and straight to the point. I hope you like it. Hard to please everyone. Bitcoin has been on a rally since the start of the year, don't we know it? Hitting more than half a trillion dollars in market capitalization. For Peter Escho, co-founder of Wealthit, it indicates that Australians are seeking to move money into different assets. To tell us why rare assets are taking off, we are joined by Peter. Now, Peter, great to chat. Talk to us about Bitcoin. It's one of these things that people just think, wow, it's so incredibly high and yet then it just keeps going higher. Is there much upside left? Well, I think their argument is really about what's happening on, on the fiat currency side of things. Uh, today, we're seeing that the incoming U.S. administration is talking about printing even more money, um, announcing even more stimulus. And it's not just Bitcoin that's going up. You know, base metal prices are going up, real estate prices, which is the business uh, that we operate in and where our primary focus is, uh, are continuing to go up. And the cost of debt keeps coming down. So... The outlook for these things is really a discussion around what happens to traditional money and the money printing and the velocity of that going forward. Yeah, so some of that money is finding its way into some of these riskier assets, some new digital currencies, as we've just been discussing. But the general thematic is that people are just looking for a return wherever they can get it. And that includes alternative investments as well. So how do you guys there at Wealthy view that whole alternative investment landscape? Yeah, really good question, Nadine. So what we're seeing is, you know, you showed the ticker of Afterpay um, and what's happening to that stock price. And it's not just about investors rotating out of cash and going into anything. They're going into things with certainty. And anything with certainty, anything that's finite, anything of certain scale that has a proven track record behind it tends to outperform by a large factor all its peers. In the residential real estate space, what we're seeing is your traditional metro markets close to infrastructure. Uh, the boring but very, very safe and secure are outperforming um, sub-regional markets, for example, and perhaps more vulnerable markets. Areas that have even been impacted by COVID where rental demand has come off, prices are still going up because, again, investors are looking for certainty. And when you have bond yields where they're at, when you have such uncertainty around the economic climate, I think the alternatives that do well 
and not just the new flashy things, but anything that has certainty around it and has finiteness. Bitcoin is going up because there's a finite amount of coin out there. It's not necessarily a new technology. It's been out for more than a decade. It's had you know different bull cycles in it. And a lot of investors are now looking and saying this is a finite um, type of investment with 21 million coins in the same way that you'd look at a very good piece of real estate or a commercial building in the heart of the city um, and see that the cap rates there are much lower than the cap rates that you would see on the outer regional stuff. Peter, I suppose um, diversification though still matters, particularly if you're sort of going away from more of the traditional kind of assets. Is that something you still place an emphasis on? Yeah, absolutely. Diversification is very important, but I think diversification has gone out the door uh, for a lot of investors in Australia. If you have a look at the average superannuation fund, I believe that it is over-financialized. A lot of that, that exposure is to the stock market. Uh, if you have a look at the ASX 200 index and you have a look at you know where, where your actual um, composition is, uh, you've got a handful of stocks. Uh, that get that get the majority of the market and it discriminates towards market cap. So I think when it comes to diversification, you not only have investors now saying, let me diversify my stocks into ETFs or broader baskets, but let me diversify my exposure outside of one type of asset class. Let me find things that are not correlated with the stock market. You know, let me find things that will actually give me a return because my cash in the bank at the moment um, isn't giving me that return. So there's diversification, not just within asset classes, but outside of asset classes now too, and away from the over-financialization. That's why we've seen real estate prices continuing to rise. Money's come out of the stock market and gone into residential real estate. Commercial and industrial markets are more difficult because of what's happening on the income side with COVID, but there's going to be a move there also as long as bond yields remain low. Mm. So Peter, you've, you've spoken about digital coins being Bitcoin and you know, real estate in some ways, they couldn't be further from one another in that one is actually physical and one is very much not. So if you're talking to investors who are starting a new year and are looking strategically about where they start to diversify, I mean, how do you weight different types of exposure strategically how do you go about gaining exposure to some of these uh, you know these asset classes well, we believe um you know our discussion and our look at, at bitcoin is really with a view to form a view on real estate and residential real estate um, and so we look at it and we say okay here's a finite resource that's being bid up in price because investors all around the world are making a view on currency and that they don't want to hold currency and so by far, we believe residential real estate is the, the prime asset to be in. For those that are overexposed to residential real estate, there's diversification opportunities. And, you know, as you said, the digital world is opening up. Today, you and I are talking, we're not even next to each other. We're talking through an electronic means and we communicate electronically. And even our banking system, if we transfer money to each other, it's all done electronically and on electronic ledgers. And so this is something that's going to become standardized. Um, and, this, and, and, and I think, you know, we look forward to it and we also look at real estate and say, okay, certain real estate that's very finite, difficult to replicate, we aren't seeing an increase in land, building costs are only going to rise, zoning is very difficult, and while there is pressure on the income side because of the disruptions that COVID have, have, have placed on the metro markets, we know that at some point Australia is still a country that's got rising immigration and we're going to have people filling up or taking up that, that redundancy that's in the system. So Nadine, um, I believe residential real estate is 
first and foremost, um, the prime asset, and then anybody that wants to round out their portfolio, anything that's finite, um, anything that has momentum, like your afterpay, for example, is by choice going to perform a lot better. All right, Peter, we'll leave it there. It's been nice to chat. Thanks so much for joining us here on Ausbiz. Thanks for having me again.